Life Audio. Renewal in the Desert by Catherine Britton, read by Ellie Johnson. Therefore, I am now going to allure her, Israel, and I will lead her into the desert and speak tenderly to her. Hosea 2.14 The prophet Hosea certainly had one of the least enviable jobs ever. God commanded him to take a wife who both God and Hosea knew would be unfaithful, so Hosea married Gomer, a prostitute. They had several children together, but at length she went back to her old ways. She left Hosea, went back to her lovers, and ended up betrayed into the slave market. Hosea did the unthinkable. He brought her back. The Lord said to me, Go, show your love for your wife again, though she is loved by another and is an adulteress. So I bought her for fifteen shekels of silver and about a homer and a lethic of barley. Then I told her, You are to live with me many days. You must not be a prostitute or be intimate with any man, and I will live with you. Hosea 3, 1-3 In a very real sense, Hosea redeemed his wayward bride. Instead of leaving her to the natural consequences, he brought her back into the covenant of marriage. From the very beginning, the Lord makes it clear to Hosea that the pain of betrayal, ingratitude, and inconstant nature of Gomer was nothing less than God himself experienced at the hands of his bride, the people of Israel. Idolatry far exceeded faithfulness to the covenant, and the nation became increasingly entangled with foreign kingdoms against God's direct commandment. They were the wayward bride, and their fate would be no less than Gomer's. Hosea assured every Israelite that the natural consequences of their action, slavery and destitution, were coming. And yet the Lord did not abandon them. Instead, when everything they had trusted was stripped away, he pursued them. God said, Therefore, I am now going to allure her. I will lead her into the desert and speak tenderly to her. I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you in righteousness and justice, in love and compassion. Hosea 2, 14, 19. Once emptied of its treasures, its gods, and its affluence, Israel found that they were not an object of ultimate wrath, but of ultimate mercy. All this despite the broken covenants, promises, and ingratitude towards the God who had already saved them from slavery. The commentator, Matthew Henry, notes the incredible grace displayed here in the Old Testament. When it was said, She forgot me, one would think it should have followed, Therefore I will abandon her, I will forget her, I will never look after her more. No, therefore I will allure her. God's thoughts and ways of mercy are infinitely above ours. His reasons are all fetched from within himself and not from anything in us. Nay, His goodness takes occasion from man's badness to appear so much the more illustrious. The design is plainly to magnify free grace to those whom God will have mercy purely for mercy's sake. Let's never forget that in God's hands, even the desert is a place of restoration. Intersecting Faith and Life Are you in the desert right now, financially, relationally, spiritually? Take comfort in knowing that God strips away our luxuries to return our focus where it belongs. She shall be as a traveler that not only knows not which way to go, of many that are before him, but 
that finds no way at all to go forward. The disappointments we meet within our pursuits of satisfaction in the creature should, if nothing else will do it, drive us at length to the Creator, in whom alone it is to be had. Hosea 2, 6-12 God will have us to know not only that we have all our creature comforts and enjoyments from Him, but that He still has an incontestable right and title to them, that they are more His than ours, and therefore are to be used for Him and accounted for to Him. He will therefore take their plenty away from them, because they have forfeited it by disowning His right, as a tenant by copy of court roll, who holds at the will of his Lord, forfeits his estate, if he makes a fiefment of it as though he were a freeholder. He will recover it, will free or deliver it, that it may no longer be abused, as the creature is said to be delivered from the bondage of corruption under which it groans. Romans eight twenty one. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us for the Crosswalk.com devotional podcast. To get all of our episodes straight to your phone during the week, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To find more devotional content like this, head over to Crosswalk.com. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.